Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 253, with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 253. So each week we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live video show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which also airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So we start with our tools for this week, and and in true form, we have tools, as in multiplicities thereof. One is for free, which is one that we are slightly familiar with, which we'll talk about. And the other one is not free, but it's actually available on AppSumo, which is, as you all know, for who listen to the podcast quite regularly, is one of my favorite places to spend a tremendous amount of money. Um, So our two tools, one for the first one is Facebook.com's business help offline tracking. Now, why am I getting into Facebook offline event tracking? It is a very underutilized resource of Facebook. And given our current circumstances where there's a tremendous amount of direct communication that is being requested for our hotels, our restaurants, our hospitality facilities, to allow for guests to better feel more uh, to feel more comfortable about what their expectations are upon arriving, what we're doing about uh, uh, safety for both our team members and for also our guests. Uh, details that are a little hard, especially when, for instance, brand hotels who are locked down basically from being able to augment their content on their websites, which is disappointing at, at the very least, uh, to even having independent hotels who may not be because of restrictions in finances and so forth and had to let go internal teams or uh, had to uh, slow down their relationship with third parties that did this for them, um, unable to really keep the relevancy or current uh, content on their websites completely up to date in such a way with videos and what have you, as we've discussed in other uh, podcasts, as to what they're doing to help their guests uh, arrive and what to expect on the changes in policies, procedures, and protocols. So. With that, um, direct communication is very vital. Well, as we begin to go into the pre-opening, reopening, or continuation phase of our our businesses going forward, communication, the inability to track what communication is being effective, what communication is not being effective, and also what marketing is being effective, both on and offline, is turning into a much more critical answer to be given. Uh, It's one thing to say, this is our ads online, this is the ad traffic that brought to our website, this is the analytics that track that traffic on our website, this is where they went, this is where they acquired a purchase. Our paradigm has shifted as to what we need to track. It's just not the revenue associated with our advertising campaigns per se, as it is the effectiveness of our communication, the means in which we're sharing content, and how well that content is being understood, received, and reacted to into the purchased acquisition decision process. 
That's a long sentence. But the idea of it is this. If somebody's calling your hotel, you'd like to know where they're calling from and why and how they found you to do such a thing. Was it because of an online ad campaign? Was it because of a magazine campaign? Not that you're actually spending money on magazines at this particular moment, but the example's there. The idea is where for what did they find you and how for what did they reach out to you for? And to that end, Facebook offers an offline tracking conversion capability, a means that when you set up your dialogue on Facebook ad campaigns, you have the ability to also mitigate the offline trackability of this, the information that's provided them for for contact that allows them when they reach out to you to know that that was because of what you did on Facebook, not simply because they found you, (laughs) going back to an old analogy, in a phone book, but rather that they found you through that process of discovery that you enacted on Facebook through a well-structured marketing and content sharing campaign. And that is a real value proposition to have from Facebook. So that is tool number one. Tool number two is on that same vein, and that is phone wagon. Now phone wagon, F-O-P-H, excuse me, (laughs) P-H-O-E-N, E-W-A-G-O-N.com, phonewagon.com, is a platform that I just acquired and began building on, on um, from AppSumo. And that is uh, the means to do off, uh, to track marketing spend via phone calls. Now, as anybody that has been in this business for a while knows, phone tracking is nothing new. However, it is becoming more and more affordable. Now, for a while there, Google was very generous in creating dynamic phone numbers for your ads so that you could tell if you put a phone number in, you know, one of Google's dynamic phone numbers, that it could track what the ad was and whether they use the phone number and they would give you a conversion for it and so forth. Well, obviously, that got very large and very expensive for Google. And it's still there, but it's still far large and expensive now. Uh, no longer is it free. No longer is it given as a complete option for most accounts. You have to have very strong relationships with Google and then even then you have to pay monies for it lots of things so other services like PhoneWagon are beginning to fill in those gaps now there's always been phone tracking softwares out there and they usually have been quite expensive they're not uh, something that you do uh, all the time every time so forth unless you're a large enough entity organization Uh, standalone hotels um, and of course branded hotels never would even consider getting into the space simply because it's just a very expensive proposition to set up and configure and you usually did it with uh, specific campaigns in mind initiative campaigns large introductory campaigns opening campaigns, things that warranted that additional expense to track those kind of phone calls and their conversion values. Well, PhoneWagon has solved a lot of that by allowing them to build into the system the capabilities of having multiple numbers, dynamic or static. Uh, You can actually, from a business perspective, create it into allowing you to go through a funnel process of what's called a flow, which means that you can ask for different departments and what have you. You can mitigate who answers what phones for where. There's a lot more robust features than just marketing marketing spend. It does a lot more with winning and converting customers by putting them through an engagement funnel process of whom do they speak with and for what it's great for customer service and support. It does a lot of things, but the key element to this is it is relatively affordable, very affordable compared to old traditional services that were available beforehand, relatively affordable in comparison to its cost for tracking if you buy it on AppSumo compared to buying it directly through them at this particular point. Um, Very straightforward about how to set things up, how to select your numbers, how to convert them. But the core of this is that it allows you to track marketing dollars, which of course brings us to the most important aspect of why we brought all this up, and that is our technique of the week, which is... Now, for this week's hospitality technique. 
How can you get better offline tracking? I got so caught up in talking about tools, I almost took away all the thunder from this part of the conversation and threw it into discussing the tools. But the reason why I brought up both of these tools, Facebook's offline tracking and phone wagon, is because, again, the need for direct communication with our hotels, restaurants, hospitality facilities is very high right now. Even though they can discover us via our websites, our marketing for that, for those smart enough to be back into the space again, for their brand relationship as static as that is, whatever it is, there's still insufficient information. People have to feel comfortable with that level of safety. And then we all have our different level of safety at this point before we exercise the decision for travel. And we don't know what that trigger is, what that Zmod is for them to decide that. And so a lot of times, regardless of how much information we provide and whatever medium we provide it in, and from our previous podcast, you know we've gone through everything from videos to uh, lots of things, um, they still want that direct communication. So if you're putting an ad out there that is presenting whatever content you have about this, it's not room and rate. We had this market strategy and podcast before these past few weeks, but rather communication of service, intent, scalabilities, protocols, what have you. And they still want to understand certain nuances, details, protocols. Providing them a phone number via that ad will help you determine the success of your targeting of those ads. If I, for instance, on Facebook, produced an ad that was demographically targeted, geographically isolated, and specific to time of day, and again, psychographically by persona, who and what it is that I'm trying to target, and it shows up in their Facebook feed, and the information that I provided contextually was of relevance to that person, hopefully. And they are given the means to reach out to me, but they call. That offline tracking is invaluable to me to know that that is resonating with all those filters that I created to know that I should add to that the opportunity for others, just like the person that acted on it, to know that this is this is something that is, is good. This is a good filtered campaign going to the right people with the right message. So that offline tracking is very valuable in that circumstance. If I'm doing a lot of Google paid and I'm doing a lot of other advertisement placements and I can put a phone number on those to call and use with, I can not only track and listen to, which is fun because of customer service quality, you can always do that, but also find out what it is that brought them there because the ad has different variations, different values, different offers. Also, all the filters, just as like with Facebook, geography, demography, as to what they were relevant to in that ad type. And so by using that phone number, I can assess the value proposition of the conversion value of that. And yes, I can actually listen to the conversion on the phone if that actually happened. And two, also I can tell whether or not, based on engagement, whether that is a valuable filter to use as well. So all this offline tracking augments all the other tracking that we're doing for all the other things that we're doing. Now, here's another benefit to this process. It doesn't matter whether you're branded or unbranded. Having this ability to create offline tracking via phone calls or direct messaging and SMS messaging, we'll be talking about bots soon enough about that uh, as to SMS messaging and and recall to that. Um, the, The idea of being able to better understand the resonance of the content, resonance being how, how it, it vibrates, resounds within a person receiving it, how well it's received. Um, the messaging, the content that you're putting out there, because our marketing methodology has shifted in these past few weeks. It isn't about rates and dates. It isn't about opportunities and sales. It isn't about us. It's no longer about us. It's about our message. How well can we convey what people need to understand 
to make a decision about what it is that they would travel for, to, or from with us. And because of that, understanding which channel and what means of communication and utilizing all the direct channel communications capabilities that are out there and measuring those successes with the same filtering capabilities as our online marketing strategies and those tracking capabilities is a very strong element to adding to your overall strategy success, knowing that the dollars are tight, the market is very granular, very specific, very timely, and ever-changing. We are no longer farmers, we're hunters at this point. We're looking persistently for the ever-changing landscape, the ever difference, the differences between what people did do, are doing, and might be doing, and knowing and having plans for each of those things as they progress through the time cycle. So our technique this week was how can you get better in offline tracking using tools like phone wagon and Facebook offline tracking. And that's our technique of the week. Now, this week's hospitality news that you should know. Okay, news and show review. We had a guest host that was out of the ordinary for us. Um, normally, we have our hospitality uh, co-hosts, and we have our hospitality professional co-hosts, and we have co-hosts that are related to providing services for hospitality. But we, this time, we had a doctor, Dr. Andrew Gostein, uh, also an MBA. Uh, he is a, a physician entrepreneur. And at first, I was uh, when my friends first brought them to me to see if he would be on the show, I was like, well, we are a hospitality marketing live show. Um, so it turns out that Dr. Gaustein uh, has been and has been successfully developing over the past couple of years uh, a non-invasive, temperature-sensitive camera that can be placed in wherever we want to, uh, that does not keep personal information or identities, does not fit to facial recognition, does a lot of things that make privacy concern people uh, not worry as much. Um, that can be potential. He would like to bring it to the hospitality industry. He's been in hospitals. He's put them in several hospitals, hundreds of cameras and so forth. They're not necessarily cheap, but given the circumstance of its benefit, you'll see why that might be very affordable for a lot of hotels. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But what it does is uh, people will simply walk by the camera and it will read their temperature and put a color on them. And the monitor, the person that's monitoring this, if there's not actually somebody that's watching this, but can be alerted that somebody walked into a certain designated space the camera's at and had an elevated temperature. See, he gave us some amazing medical statistics. Plus, it was an amazing conversation as to why he first started developing this and the scariness of what cameras can now do and in the future may do remotely. Um, Actually, we'll share that real quick. He he gave the story that there's a, a unfortunately a lot of people that come to emergency rooms and they sit in the waiting room for a very long period of time, and during that time they might be in distress and they don't know it. Matter of fact, there are people that pass away while waiting for healthcare in emergency room waiting rooms, and if a camera was and this was his one of his original concepts can look and see elevated heart rates, palpitations, skin galvanization, oxygen deprivation, uh, uh, heart rate and, and body temperatures and all these things which cameras can do currently now, then they know, wait a minute, the guy or girl, whoever is sitting in seat 13 needs help now. We need to bring them back now because they are in distress. And that was the original creation of this project. And then of course with COVID coming along, had the application of going, hey, if we can monitor temperatures, then we can know because, as he pointed out interestingly, in the high 80 percentile, it is a lead indicator of 12 to 14 hours later that people will have some sort of infection, like be COVID, flu, or what have you, uh, symptoms because of the elevated temperature. So it's a high, that's, I always wonder why, they, you know, the temperature is such a big deal. It's like, if it's not the only symptom, why are we 
doing temperatures of everybody. Well, it turns out that's a very strong indicator if somebody has a high elevated temperature that within a very short period of time, less than 24 hours, they're going to be symptomatic as to something. So these cameras can help with mitigating people coming into your property as he has with hospitals and offices. He thinks hotels could do the same thing where they say, I'm sorry, can you wait for my moment, sir? It seems that you have a bit of a uh, elevated temperature. Um, you know, can we offer medical facility to you? Can we contact for medical services? Whatever it is, politics have to come through this. You have to go over and find those laws and regulations to come through with this. But think of the solution process to this where a large big box hotel in downtown suburbia who is desperate for conference business that doesn't exist anymore, won't exist for quite a while, potentially. Um, now you can say, maybe if we put these into our conference systems, you can actually have a safer conference experience, knowing that no one is allowed into your conference area that doesn't go past this type of screening, in addition to all the other sanitation requirements and CVC uh, guidelines and everything else, but allows them to have a one more level of safety to say, no one's going to come into this conference that has any symptomatic heat temperature considerations that would put at risk everyone else that's in attendance. Maybe then you could begin to have some sort of meetings, usabilities and spaces inside, knowing that this would be a part of the conference process, which we thought would be a wonderful help in getting people to come back and go to some sort of meetings and gatherings and conferences of some sustainable sizes. Uh, so it was a fascinating conversation. He was on the show for a little over, oh, I think about 35, 40 minutes. And then we went off on tangents of what ifs and how abouts and who could be's. With me was Miss Lily Mockerman from uh, TCRM and also Think Up Enterprises, Edward St. Ange with Flip2, Dean Schmidt, uh, who is entrepreneurially going on right now, uh, Tristan Hayward, Ben Handley, both from 3 and 6 uh, Agency over in England, uh, Tim Peter with Tim Peter Associates, Adele uh, Gustman with um, Library Collection, Valley Perini with Nor One, and Stuart Bowen with the Fuel Travel. So we had a bevy of... Uh, of hosts with us. I had lots of fun dialogue on the what ifs and how abouts about this. It was a fascinating conversation, truly an interesting uh, co-host that we had and uh, interesting co uh, content that I definitely recommend that you go to our show notes, get the link, jump over, at least to watch the first 30 to 40 minutes to see all these stories about what this came from and what it does and how it's capable of doing these things. Fascinating stuff. Um, of course, we had a lot of uh, great topics other than that one that we wandered into, uh, of course, the demise of Room Key, finally. I mean, it was Dead Man Walking for quite a while. It was amazing it even lasted that long. Um, but there was also a tremendous amount of information that Robert Cole with Rock Cheetah, who provides our content listing, which you can subscribe to on your own for free. Amazingly excellent curated list. Go to bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash Rock Cheetah, all lowercase. Sign up, you get it when we get it, which is usually late Thursday evenings or early Friday mornings. He does it hot off the press for our show uh, and really great content to it. He's been doing a tremendous amount of stuff with Focuswire, JD Powers, and on and on and on about doing these uh, predictive modelings for the impact of COVID-19 uh, on certain uh, markets. Uh, I think his most recent one was Key West. Uh, fascinating reads on that stuff as well. He refers to that quite frequently in his newsletter. Uh, great, interesting read. So. But that brings us to the one news piece that I would like to bring up about this. Now, we are COVID-19 to death with this, uh, and, and no disrespect for the tragedies that it's created for this. Uh, we, we are all into the mindset of trying to see what we can do about pre-opening, reopening, and going to business for economic survivability. Uh, with that, and being in the marketing show that we are, um, there was an interesting article from the, um, uh, the National Business Economy, uh, which is... Uh, 
um, talking about why marketing will never be the same. It's uh, end business. Um, the national. Uh, it's called the national. Sorry, easiest way to say it. it's a magazine. The national, um, and the article was about the main component elements of why marketing will never be the same after COVID nineteen. Now, it may sound like a dramatic headline, and it technically is, but it is fundamental about two things. And we mentioned it a little bit earlier in the podcast as well. Um, one is that content is the future. It isn't about us. It's not about our glorious, beautiful rooms or wonderful pools and lusciously large lobbies and all the other fun things that we like to oversize bed and double stuffed pillows. And it's not about us anymore. It's about everybody else. Uh, and that content goes to maybe instead of talking about us in the sense of rates and dates, quality of this or quality of that as it is, Make sure that you take care of yourself. When you come in, ask us about our lunch packages or lunch boxes that you can pick up. And we used to have a buffet. Now we have it as a box service. It starts at 7 a.m. If you would like to have or have dietary needs that are different, uh, reach out to us so we can have that pre-built for you so that you can come down and pick up your breakfast or your lunch or whatever. It's about communicating the content that the guest needs to better enjoy and travel safely, well-informed. And knowing and letting them know what they need to potentially know to do that whether it's places that have high density people and that if the people are uncomfortable with that that they're aware of making that choice of whether they put themselves into that environment what the metro systems look like work like feel like what you should do to get there how to be there what to use when you're there what's touch free what's not touch free what do your menus do you have do you have to touch the menus can they just be put onto a phone do the qr scanned can i do prepay is there a way of touchless pay is there a way of um just having it delivered picked up is how would the, how does the delivery service work how does the pickup service work these are questions this is content that isn't about how beautiful our pizza is as it steams on the video as you take a slice and pull the ooey cheese away this is about understanding the things that people understand need to understand to make the choices they need to make to do the things that they want to do so it is content where we said content was king, um, it's true. And it's about them, the guest. It's our core to hospitality. Communicating with our guests what they need to understand so that their experience is both safe, stress-free, and enjoyable for them as best as they can be given whatever circumstances we're riding through at that particular time. So that article, along with all other articles, content, links of the tools that I was referring to, everything that you need, uh, are all available in the podcast notes. Remember, you can find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, Tuned In. The list goes on and on to 38 different platforms. We're even on Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. Just ask to play the Hospitality Marketing Podcast on any of those platforms, and it'll play the latest edition, this being that one. No matter which one you may use, if you like the show, please, please, please rate us and leave a comment that allows others to find this content if they find it to be, be valuable, and they get to share it as well. Um, also, if this is your first time hearing us, please uh, subscribe to it uh, to the show on whatever platform you discovered us on, and uh, with all 30 of those, what they may be. And for an archive of all of the previous podcasts, including this one, you can go to hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash podcasts, that is with an S, and don't forget our live video talk show that we refer to, uh, that you can join and participate in live also every Friday at 1130 a.m. Eastern Time, called This Week in Hospitality Marketing, The Live Show. We'll find it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, 
LinkedIn. It's on all the platforms all around the world. A little over 25,000 people a week in 32 different countries join us. It's an absolutely awesome show to participate and be a part of. We hope you join us. Simply go to hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com forward slash live. There you'll see all the links to all uh, the episodes, all 253 and counting. And again, thank you for the privilege of your time. And we look forward to talking to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 253 brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing in support of the HSMAI, the Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International All Rights Reserved Copyright 2020. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.